Hello, this is Genoa. This is YouTube. And this is In Flight Entertainment. Uh, yeah, and we are continuing the running for your life theme uh, with one of the classic running for your life movies uh, by the one, the only, the Otto Schlossenegger. Yes, and Stephen King. Yes. Yes. Yep. It was written by Stephen King. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, <laughs> definitely. Um, now, this film came out in November 1987. November 13th, to be exact. Uh, so, we were watching in 87. Uh, growing pains. Older girls are doing their thing. Uh, Sam and Diane Cheers doing their thing. Uh, Dwayne Wayne and Whitley just were holding down on the two different world. And of course, you know, Cosmos are doing their thing, hustles and all that good stuff. Now, which song, 1987, which George Michael song was holding it down? Oh. Uh, no idea. I mean, it's 87. Um, that's when he was going into the weather. Yeah. Um, all I, in 87, all I can think of, I think Salt and Pepper came out with Push It that year. That's the only song that's popping into my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you know, Faith came out also. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was near his like jukebox and his little like guitar and you know his little tight jeans and stuff like that. Right, right. Oh, I got to have faith to faith. Oh, got the half fade, the fade, the fade. Ah. All right. Uh, so, I mean, Man is what my, we're talking about. In my defense, Push It did come out in 1987. <laughs> oh, totally. I mean, it, it was the B side of Tramp um, that ended up being more popular than the A side of the single. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was. That was the song of A7. Like, that was a joint. That's when everybody's rocking their biker shorts. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's great that George Michael had a, a hit song that year also, but... Yes. <laughs> but hey, you gotta give it up to the sisters. Right. <laughs> so, in, in so, 87, when Arnold Schwarzenegger was running for his life, um... In the Running Man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Now, uh, so we did a little digging, and we just found out that Oswald's Nigger had two movies that year: uh, Predator and this movie. I I had no idea they were in the same. It was the same year. <laughs> Yeah, they they don't feel like they should be in the same year because Running Man feels um, so much older than Predator. 
Yeah. Yeah, very yeah, very B movie. It had, it had a very B movie feel. Whereas yeah. Predator had like that polished, like it well, it was like the uh, it was you know, Joe, it was the Joe Joe Silver money behind the Predators. It was like all like glossy and cinematography. It was like, you know, really lush with the jungle and the, the infrared POV and the predator. Like it just, yeah, you're right. It just looked more, you know, uh polished yeah. <laughs> <The> running man <laughs> yeah so running man is supposed to take place in the year 2017 mm-hmm. um in a dystopian america um where the corporations run the government and tv is really where people get all of their information um as I was watching the beginning of this, it, it made me feel like if Trump had won another uh, term as president, that this could have been the future of our world. Yeah, because he is a he is a reality show guy. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Running Man is about a policeman who gets uh, a shot at his freedom by participating in a TV game show where convicts must run against and fight against um, like gladiator type things. Yeah. And I believe this is where the, 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 the show American Gladiator came from. Oh, I thought Gladiator was before this movie. American Gladiators? I yeah. it came out later. All right, well, well we got to we we'll, we'll do some fat checking on that. Uh, while she fat chick, I'm gonna fire off the cast. Oh, so, yeah, it, course, it came out in '89, so yeah, yeah I, yeah, I remember it was like knocking on 1990 or late 80s, something like that. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, of course, you have your I have our Schwarzenegger as Ben Richards, you have Maria Cochita Alonso, uh, as Amber, the late great Yape Koto. Uh, Jim Brown, man, gotta have Jim Brown in it. Uh, as fire, Fireball, so yeah, that's where the whole American Gladiator thing came from, like the, the TV show, because all of the American Gladiators had these kind of names, almost right. I remember like American Gladiator, it was like it was Laser, and it was like another name, something like that, which uh, <laughs> is weird, yeah, yeah, especially since like in the movie. They're sort of bad guys. Uh, would you really want to be named after them? Well, I mean, I guess if you're a contestant, they're they're bad guys to you because they're stopping you from getting, you know, getting that money, getting the winnings. Right. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So yeah, it's either, neither here nor there. Okay, and now it makes sense. You know, Jesse Ventura was in his movie Running Man as Captain Freedom. Uh, as you remember, Jesse and Arnold was in The Predator together. So I think, I guess after they did one of the movies, you know, I guess Arnold was like, hey, man, you want to work on this one with me too? <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, which, um, so in in Predator, 
the the director kept Jesse Ventura out of any close up shots with Schwarzenegger because Jesse Ventura is six five, like he is a giant man. Um, which in the so the two of them fight in the Running Man, and Ventura dwarfs Schwarzenegger, so it actually works in this film for him to be a lot bigger than Schwarzenegger's character. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Because now I'm going back to predator scenes. Like they never really show them side by side. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like it's either Schwarzenegger in the foreground and Ventura is like slightly in the back. Yeah. But they never like shoulder to shoulder in the scene. It's just weird. Now it makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, because yeah. a, a court well, according to IMDB, Schwarzenegger is six two, but um, you know, you always subtract two inches from these things. Right. And then sure, wow, I know he's that tall. Good lord. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much all right, so think of you know uh, like the reality show. Except, you know, if you lose, you die. And then they have this whole thing within the show that they give to the public. It's like, hey, you know, maybe they might win and be winners like these people. And they kind of cut away to, you know, a couple of people that they say, quote unquote, like survived the Running Man game show. And it's like off to some awesome island with drinks and beautiful women and things like that. And they cut away like far as, you know, like what people are watching, like, Oh, see people survive during the man. Right. But they're, but we're also living in a world where they have CGI so they can place the people that quote unquote won into nice places um, and people, the audience buy into, they're not questioning the media. They're just going with whatever shown on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like this movie, when I watch it again, it's interesting how it touched on media manipulation, right? It's like, and that's kind of like the whole thing that, you know, uh, kind of, Trump was kind of going on, right? The whole fake news and they don't believe it. It's not real and all that stuff. But, you know, he he kind of used that to his advantage. In this movie, however, there were actually <laughs> oh, time out. Manipulated media, uh, like you see, like seeing things wildly or not, and dot and altering audio, all of that. So pretty much, Richards, uh, he was like a what, military uh, helicopter guy. Yeah, he was. A, well, he was a police pilot. Uh, a flew pilot, right. a helicopter, and the movie opens up with them going to stop a riot. Um, there's a shortage of food, so people are rioting for food, and he refuses to shoot on them because he doesn't want to shoot on unarmed humans that are just trying to get, like women and children, just trying to get food to live. And he's not following command. And so he's sent off to a prison camp. 
And him and a bunch of buddies are able to escape from the prison camp. Uh, but he is ultimately captured and given the opportunity to get his freedom by participating in the top game show, which is the running man. Right. And we have the one, the only, the freaking Richard Dawson playing the host of the running man. All right. Now, all right, kids, like for those who don't know Richard Dawson, so Richard, I think he was in a, he was in a show before he did a family feud. Yeah. But that's what people know him from. Like the old school family feud, like Richard Dawson. Um, and yeah, he 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 was in his element in this movie. I mean, he was really in his element. Yeah, I mean he was basically playing himself. Yeah. Um <laughs> and like I feel like game show hosts today aren't as creepy as the ones from the seventies and eighties that were always like a little bit too touchy feely and just always looking like they're undressing the women with their eyes. Um, And so he, he plays sort of that slimy older talk show host type person. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was definitely him. You know, he he was, it's all about the ratings and, He's like, hey, I need Richards. Richards is like the ultimate person that can run this gamut. And I mean, and it's mad. Like he's gonna die, but just the just the illusion of having him go through all of his gladiators, so to speak, you know, is gonna make for awesome ratings. And on the show, he, he calls up, you know, random uh people in the crowd. And they, you know, he asked them, okay, well, you know, which, you know, which person you want? What gladiator, to get yeah, what gladiator do you want to fight the contestant? Right. Yeah. So you have Dynamo. He's like an electric dude. You have Sub-Zero. He, he have like a, kind of like a, a bladed hockey stick with like blades at the end, I think. I think that's what he had. Uh, yep, that's correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and Buzzsaw, of course, with the, the with chainsaws and this fireball hey, <laughs> with the flamethrower. Time out. Time out. You keep cutting in and out. It, are the, oh, is, really? Yeah, is Chrissy on the Wi-Fi? Uh, well, she's always been on the Wi-Fi. Oh, can can you hear me now? I can. Uh, but there might be like when you go back in. Oh, you you froze. Can you hear me? Frozen interference. You're frozen. I'm still frozen. Nope, now you're moving again. Nope, now you're frozen. Yeah. Your Wi-Fi at the new place isn't as good. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to need like a mesh. You know, because like I'm in the back and the router's in the front. Oh. 
Yeah. So yeah, I do need to get. I probably need to buy a mesh just to extend the the Wi-Fi throughout the, the place. Yep. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, so it it stopped right after you were speaking about um, uh, the ice dude Sub Zero. Oh, Sub Sub Zero. Uh, the guy with the yeah, like the hockey stick blade with yeah, yeah, hockey stick with blades. Yes. And then did we speak? Did we discuss bus saw? I'm not mistaken. Right. <laughs> uh well, yeah, bus saw, of course, he had like his twin chainsaws, right? <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, yeah. and fireball, of course, with the flamethrower. Right, who's played by the amazing Jim Brown. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then we were talking about Jesse Ventura as Captain Freedom. Uh, who has one of the most amazing introductions in the movie because his, he had like workout videos, kind of, kind of like uh, Jane Fonda style, like <laughs> workout videos. Yes, which is fantastic. Um, so we see basically like the entire second act of the movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger taking on all of these different gladiators. Yeah, and at the same time, you know, they're trying to, I guess, figure out how to not not well well one to get out alive, but two try to send like the signal something to exploit the game show, right? You know, because people don't know what's going on behind this game show that they're trying to like you know get out to the public. Know what I mean? Yes, yes. Um, so, so, what was the lady's name? I forgot the lady's name. Uh, Amber. Amber was. Yeah, Amber. So when when Schwarzenegger between Schwarzenegger or Ben Richards uh, escaping jail and being caught and put on the Running Man show, um, he does kidnap Amber Mendez, who's played by Maria Conchita Alonso. And she is then like, he's like, I'm not responsible for what they're saying. That's just media manipulation. She doesn't believe him. But then when she sees how the media manipulates their story, she then starts to realize that everything that she told him may be true. So she goes to find the original files, gets caught and thrown into the show also. So she's now competing for her life along with Ben Richards. But she has the original file where he refused to kill all the people. Um, And so her and the two other contestants with Ben Richards are now like running through the maze away from the gladiators to get to the end so that they can upload the real footage, the raw footage to show the, the public that what they've been seeing on TV is not the truth. Exactly. Yeah. And at the same time, you kind of have this underground resistance. Uh, of course, in this future society, there's always a, a small group of rebels or, or resistance, you know, people that's 
that's waiting to overthrow, right? Yes. Um, yeah, and so they come across them. They still they help them out, and you know that way they get armed up and ready to take it to the man, so to speak. Um, yeah. <laughs> and was it uh the Jason Ventura's character? He, I guess he got kind of he got kind of fed up, right? He, he walked out, like he's yeah. like, oh, like I- I'm done, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> But because of the the media, well, to see like how they can twist and manipulate things, they set it up to where they put his Ventura's face on another gladiator's body and put uh, Richard's face on someone else's body, and it's set up to where they have like this this very like you know tense, violent fight, and Jesse Ventura kills Richard in the video. But, you know, it's not true because see Schwarzenegger and Amber, like, in a bunker with the resistance people. So the public is like, oh, yeah, you know, he's dead now. All right. We're done. <laughs> right. And then the resistance <clears throat> has the raw footage and uploads it to the World Wide Web. And everyone's able to see what really happens. It's the worldwide TV at this this time. Right. Uh, take over all the TV streaming. And so people see it's the real, like what really happened. And then Ben Richards busts on to the stage with the talk show host to let everyone know that he's not dead. He's still here. <laughs> yeah. Well, he told him that he'll be back. And he was, he came back, Bach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, you know, he, he shuts down the show. He killed. Dawson. And yes, he yeah. Like, he, yeah. They have to think about the, you know. Yeah, he shut down the show. Like the corporation's still around. Yeah, he shut down the show, uh, killed Richard Dawson. And they took down the evil corporations. Yes. Yes. So in that capsulated moment in the movie, it's like, oh, cool. Like, it's okay now. But, you know, the bigger picture is um, the corporation that's pretty much, you know, know, put the money down to have this show exist is still around. So I don't know if if they had a sequel where they're going to, like, (laughs) <laughs> Go get to the corporation and kind of shut them down and get to them. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. I yeah. just wanted the sequel. This is just the first step in taking down evil Big Brother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I said, it, it like General said, it definitely it, it definitely feels like an older film compared to the movie that he came out with that same year, which was Predator. Um, yeah, like I say, yeah, uh, it almost felt like a can like a canon movie. Like it, it it felt very like stripped down, very B B movie ish, you know, with the, you know, with the I mean, costumes it, it, on it. Yeah, it feels like an '80s movie. Um, you know, you have the dancing girls, you have the talk show host, and everything. 
even to the like Paula Abdul is the one that choreographed all the dancers in the movie. So it makes yeah. sense that it feels like a Paula Abdul <laughs> video. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's going to represent. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, you got to have those those different elements going on and, you know, you know the commentary on, you know, I guess, you know, society being so desensitized that, you know, the murder of, you know, your fellow citizen brings you joy. And yeah, yeah, yeah that whole thing. And years later, that same, that same story or that same subject matter was touched upon in more of a dramatic fashion, nonviolent dramatic fashion, but in the realm of reality TV with the Truman Show, right? Yep. So, but yeah, it's kind of like it, the theme kind of keeps repeating itself a bit, you know. And both and like in both of those movies, I feel was kind of ahead of its time when they were. Like saying, uh, like I said, there's you know, like the social the social commentary of it all, right? Uh, even though this is in like a sci-fi kind of you know crazy cheesy B movie fashion, you know, it, it was kind of saying something about what we where we at now, actually, like in a scary way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel like we're not we're, we're we could easily flip over into a world where corporations are running the government. And I, I would say <clears throat> there are some people today that, that don't question what they read or what they see, um, which is why we end up with so many conspiracy theories. Um, they're believing the crazy, crazy out there. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, think about it. Survivor could easily turn into a Lord of the flies situation, right? Yeah, I mean, if if we were if we were skewing into that kind of society, I mean, it's kind of set up. It's like, hey, last person standing on this island, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hunger Games type stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, it's, it's scary stuff, but, and it's uh, even more scary. Like you said, if certain people stuck around for a while, that was in power. <laughs> it, it it could be. A, a possibility, you know, it could, a, it could be a, a apprentice, except, you know, killing people. <laughs> yes, yes. <clears throat> so it, when I was watching this, it was making me think about um, when we were growing up in the 80s, there, there was like two types of future predicting movies there were the uh, most of them were along the lines of this it was a dystopian world that we're going to lead to um like you have blade runner you have running man i mean everything was a dark bleak future um, terminator <laughs> terminator yeah I would like to live in a world uh, where Star Trek is our future, where all of the peoples of Earth come together for a bigger and brighter future. I would love that. I mean, yeah, but, but that's kind of a commentary on, on humans, right? It's like we were, we were rather we were rather 
watch it burn and unite, <laughs> you, like then to unite to build. Uh, I mean, which is sad. I mean, I, yeah, no, I would love us to build an enterprise, you know, so we can go out there and show the higher intelligence of the universe that, hey, look, guys, we got our shit together. We don't fight anymore. <laughs> We're all about, you know, connecting with you all and getting to know each other, sharing knowledge for the betterment of the galaxy, you know. But that's not happening. <laughs> right. I mean, I would even say in like Firefly um, or the movie Serenity, it, it's, it has the intention like star trek people came together travel distant worlds planets and everything but still the corporation has taken over and bad things have happened because of that yeah so true yeah yeah no i mean i would love a a a star trek future that would be so cool (laughs) i mean yeah it's like you know like Okay, like what's like in that case, like schools and universities are going to be non-existent because you just want to go to Starfleet, and it's like, hey, hey, I want to be on, I want to be on the ship. I'm going to Starfleet. I'm going to, I'm going to stay. Even I got to start off on lower decks, and you know, well, I'm sure all of them start on lower decks and move their way up. But you can't get to Starfleet unless you go to school and do well. So. I thought Starfleet was the school. It's it's like you have to do your your undergrad and then you, you go <laughs> to grad. Like you have to do your elementary classes, and then if you test well, you get into Starfleet. So you need that strong foundation before you can get into Starfleet. Uh, okay. Okay, so now I question this future. So now, like universities are still profiting off of us in the future. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's a government funded thing, but okay. not everyone gets to get into Starfleet. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I'm sure they'll work out the kinks when <laughs> 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 we get there. But yes, no, I, I am with you. I want a Star Trek future. Yeah. I could hang out with some Vulcans and yeah. <sighs> that would be nice. Wait, anyway. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, I think the latest on this is that uh, Edgar, Edgar Wright is rumored that he was going to redo or do a new Running Man movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it fell apart or whatever, but it was it was talked about for a while that he was going to do a Running Man. Okay, cool. Yeah, that that'd be interesting. <laughs> or or it'd be too close to reality and and I mean mm-hmm. you could do it in the very new, near future and cast people that were very close to real people that we have in the public eye now and it would be super disturbing. Oh yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like when this came out in the 80s, it was just entertaining and funny. Um, it wasn't dark and disturbing. I feel like if you did a remake, you'd have to go full dark and disturbing on it. Right. Yeah, it, it is interesting. You know, like 
you know, movies like Running Man. Oh, you're cutting out. You know, it, like RoboCop. It's like, you know, it, I was like, you hear me, hear me? You're cutting out again. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm waving, I'm waving. <laughs> I'm okay. still cutting out. No, no, right. just when you were right after you said it's interesting and then All everything right. that was interesting disappeared. Yeah, well, I guess it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like with, um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, with, um, like, like movies like Robocop, right? Like Robocop in, in this movie, how it just highlights this like in a satirical way highlights the absurdity of black consumerism. Um, just like in a running man, right? Richard Dawson's like, Oh, you know, you win a running man home game. Just give them all these prizes and all that stuff. Right. And, you know, and with, you know, with RoboCop, you know, you see these, these crazy commercials in between these violent news recap stories right. and it's like oh hey here's like a crazy milton bradley new home game kind of thing you know uh it is it's just interesting like you know those movies how it just touch upon kind of stuff like that you know it's like if you if you don't think about it kind of go over your head but we Watch like, oh, okay. I see what you're doing. I see what you. I, mean, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Do you think our parents, when they watch these movies in, in the '80s, got the that, or were we all just being entertained? Because we were kids when these movies came out, so we were just being entertained. Oh, we were totally entertained. Totally. I. I it wasn't until I was older that I like really got what these movies was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, but do you think our parents got what they were trying to say? I think they were just shell shock of like the violence. I don't think they were really getting. <laughs> I think they're like, "What is what is the, how are you watching this movie?" Like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, so I, maybe they got it, but I think it was more of a knee jerk reaction of like the violence in these movies than anything else. Got it, got it. So our reviewing scale is sitting on the sofa and watching it, uh, cleaning the house while you have something on in the back, while you have it on in the background, or going outside and taking on the crazies. Yes, I mean Schwarzenegger. Maria, Yavikoto, Jesse Bobbitture, Jim Brown, Richard Dawson. If those are not names for you to sit down and watch this movie, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a sit down. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. And like like you were saying, it's like it, it, it was filmed, it was like you said, it was filmed like a straight up 80s, you know. Even even the outfits were cheesy. Even like their contestant yellow banana yellow outfits were just like so over the top eighties and corny. <laughs> but that's the ch- that was the charm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's on Amazon to rent. Um, if you miss eighties movies, definitely go watch it. Um, is this a rated R movie? Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I guess don't watch it with the kids because it's rated R, but I'm pretty sure I watched it. As it I mean, I was 13 when it came out. Um, 
I mean, it came out a week before my 13th birthday. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw this. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely seen this because my 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 sisters and brothers would take me to these movies. <laughs> yeah. My parents wouldn't, but my my sisters and brothers would sneak me sneak me to movies to see these movies. So, uh, yeah. And then actually you guys could do a double feature because it came out the same year. You'll watch Running Man and then follow up with Predator, the Schwarzenegger Jesse Ventura double feature. There you go. It sounds like a perfect Friday night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Predator is a little bit bloodier than this movie, though. Oh, t- oh yes. Very, like, yes. Yeah, Predator was ripping spines out of people's bodies. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was definitely more gory <laughs> than Running Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only gory thing in Running Man, it, it wasn't even gory. I think when Buzz saw... And Schwarzenegger kind of caught him with his own saw. Yeah, I feel, yeah. Maybe it's, is it the language? Is there profanity? That was a little profanity. That was definitely some F-bombs. I feel but. like there, there's definitely things on, like, all the CSI shows were bloodier than this movie. Agreed. Um, so if you let your kids watch CSI, maybe Running Man is not too bad for them. That's true. And you know, you brought you bring up a good point. It's like, you know, the standards of what R-rated movies were then and what you can get away with television now, it's almost like it's on the same plane a little bit ish. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. So we say, Running Man, if it, 13 year olds go see Running Man like Jenna did. <laughs> she was 13. <laughs> All right. So we will catch you guys next week. Until then, we say, let's stay physical distancing and keep wearing those masks and get your vaccines. Yes. Peace.